This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Good morning, thank you, and welcome to the show, everybody, for this Wednesday morning. It is October the 14th, and uh, we have a big show coming up for you today. We're going to have, well, we're going to have the Urban Dictionary game coming up later, so looking forward to that. We got that on the schedule. We got, uh, let's, you know what, let's go ahead and talk about early voting, which started yesterday, so people were able to go early vote. We had some stories early on of people showing up at certain places and saying, oh, there's a line, and in in one case, it was like, it's a line of cars. They're letting you vote from your car, but it, it's a long line. Did anybody go around and check some of the polling places, even just like a like a drive-by to see um, what it looked like? So I did the one that we had the caller call in about yesterday. The one at the mall. Yeah, right? at the mall. It was the curbside voting. And I was just surprised because I thought, oh, okay, well, they have the curbside. Op- I thought it was like Starbucks. You know, they have the curbside option, but you can still go in and place your order. Like, you could still go in and vote. But no, it looks like all they really have is the the outdoor voting. I voted at that mall before, but, you know, it's like one of the empty stores and you go in and vote. And That store is still empty. So, technically, they could have had indoor. But I think they just didn't want a line of people waiting in the mall. Because of COVID, probably. Yeah, I mean, the store owners are probably like, "Yo, that's that's some customers right there." I'm sure the store owners would love to see any breathing human being in the mall. It would make sense though, because the other the the Bassett place also does the curbside, so maybe they just don't want people inside. Yeah, the mall. I think yeah. that might be. You know, you're right. I think that might be. They just don't want to encourage people coming into uh, the mall, which has been the problem with malls for about 20 years now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so last night I went to because my my gym is in that mall, and I got there about seven p.m. and there was still about a good I would say maybe like fifteen twenty cars in line to vote, and that was at seven p.m. Brandon, did you go by and get a visual check on any of the uh, polling stations that you might vote at when you yeah. get around to doing it? Yeah, there's one that's on my way home. I mean, it's I don't even have to go out of my way. It's right there. And the line, of course, people were social distancing, so it looks a lot Longer. worse than it really is. But, I mean, it was still about a, um, a block and some change long. Would you say... 30 minutes at least? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to I, gauge. Because I, I right, didn't, gotcha. if, if I were to kind of stop and watch the line, I could I could give you an estimate, but I'm, I mean, I'm driving right by it, so. Yeah, plus you're like, you don't know if there's a line of people inside. Yeah. It's like that, the Disney effect. Like, oh, oh this thing's yeah. only 10 people long. And then you come into this giant room where there's 300 people waiting yep. to ride the same ride. Star Tours, that was the, that was the biggest downfall of Star Tours was the fact that it's like, oh, look at this line. It's only got like five people in it. And then you go into this room that's crammed full of right. people. It's going to take you an hour and a half like to get through. There are 200 people inside yeah. the, the room. Um, all right. Well, I would say don't get discouraged. You've got through the 30th to early vote. Mm-hmm. Um, Give it like a week, man. <laughs> you think maybe you. maybe a week, maybe yeah, come back I out think, on Monday and see how it this goes? Was, it was a lot of people wanting to get out there, do it as quickly as possible, um, and it's that it's that early surge, you know. Mm-hmm. I know 
like it would surprise some people to hear me say that that I'm not voting yet because I'm still undecided. But I'm not there. I'm not undecided about all the races. I mean, there are some that I've definitely decided on. There right. are some down ballot uh, elections that I, you know, I'd still like to hear what the candidates. Ha- As an example, in the city in which we live, there's mm-hmm. a mayoral election. I have not made up my mind a hundred percent. Right. Matter of fact, not even close to 100% yet, but we're going to have the mayoral candidates I'm on between, in the next few days. Yeah, so. I was going to say, I'm between a couple different candidates, and we're going to have them on the show this week. So, you know, yeah, I want to wait until I hear from them right, and then vote. Because um, the thing is, you couldn't, You, I, I don't believe, now I'm pretty sure, you couldn't go in and say you wanted to vote for president now, and then you needed to, you, I think you've got to do it now. You could vote once, right? Yeah. Like, you can't do it in, in sections. You can't be like, let no. me vote for this yeah. one, and then I'll come back in three I'll days. be back. Could you yeah. guys just, like, put that to the side for me? Thanks. Yeah, just hang on to that. <laughs> and when I... I'm looking on next door, and it looks like one guy wrote, he tried to vote today. Huge, li- huge lines everywhere I went on the west side. I'm going to try and wait till tomorrow. And then someone else wrote, I went to the county courthouse just after noon. Um, I was in and out within 15 minutes, and someone said the Grandview Senior Center also didn't have a long wait. So okay. it looks like, yeah, it just depends on what side of town. Is that because people kept dying off before they got to the front of the line? <laughs> <laughs> I would beware of, well, just taking everything at face value. I think that there, you know, there are some people out there who are not totally on the up and up who might say, oh, the lines are terrible. You shouldn't go d-. trying to think, oh, well, maybe people who are going to vote against my candidate won't show up if I just post out here that the lines are terrible. But, I mean, we're seeing it from enough different sources, and you guys went by and saw it. So, yeah. yeah I saw our boss's day, wife. She was uh, live streaming, you know, from outside of the voting place. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure you're supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think there might be something about and filming some lady people just at a waves. polling place. Yes, yeah, yeah. lady just waves yeah. at her. Like, I think maybe that's a no-no, so I don't know if they <laughs> let her keep doing that. Um, all right, we got we got our costume mashups. Every year we come up with uh, costume mashups, which is you you can't you get it down to two costumes and then you mash them up in a creative way. And so we're gonna we're gonna pull those out for you in about an hour and see if you can guess them before we tell you uh, what they actually are. If you don't get them, let's go around the room. Everybody, share what you're working on today, if you please. And let's start with sports headlines. Brandon, what do we have coming up in sports? Uh, Battle of the Unbeaten's last night, Thursday night football. The Titans kind of kind of handed the Bills uh, their butts last night, forty-two to sixteen, I believe, was the final score. Yeah, what's been going on with the Bills? So they were undefeated at like what? And Josh three, Allen's three and really, No, they were four and zero. Four and zero. And Josh Allen has looked amazing, but man, last night it was all Titans. So the Titans moved to four and zero, dropped the Bills to four and one, and the stiff arm of Derrick Henry to Josh Norman. Was it's the synopsis of the entire game? All right, so, where Josh Norman went in for a tackle and Derrick Henry said, uh, "I don't think so." Like you ever see those highlights of that kid who's like three feet taller than everybody else because he hit puberty before all the other kids in you know seventh grade? Yeah, and then all the little kids try to run around and tackle him, and it looks like a bunch of little kids trying to tackle their dad because this kid's so much that's, bigger. That's what it looked like with Derrick Henry and Josh Norman oh. yesterday. Kind of just picked him up and threw him down. And there was baseball last night, so we'll have uh, plenty to talk about when we get around to sports later today. Oh, and here's a tease for you. The NFL's um, chief medical officer? Yes. He doesn't believe a bubble is the right way to go for the playoffs because he doesn't believe a bubble will keep the uh, COVID-19 at bay. 
Hmm. NBA did a bu- did a bubble and so the NHL and and that seemed to work fairly. I mean, nothing's perfect, of course, but that seemed to work fairly well for those sports, right? What he is saying almost sounds like the NFL's like, "Hey, look, we don't want a bubble because it's going to take revenue from potential teams. You need to get out ahead of this thing and basically let them let let everybody know." Oh, it's not. It's the not bubble's not the best idea. All right, we'll have all that uh, coming up in sports headlines this morning. News, Lisa, how about news? What are we going to talk about today? We have our third day of grilling happening for Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett. Um, this is going to continue on. The senators on the committee are now going to get 20 minutes um, each to question her again. Um, they were doing 30 minutes yesterday. I watched some of it. So. Yeah, so now this this time around, I think it's 20 or 22 minutes that they're going to get to grill her, um, talking about different things, including the Affordable Care Act, which is going to be uh, one of the first things that she would have on the Supreme Court that she would be dealing with. From the parts that the I saw, some of it was, you know, look, if, if you get appointed and then the results of this upcoming presidential election go to the Supreme Court like they did in, in 2000, uh, are you would you recuse yourself and... You know, she kind of dodged that one a little bit. And then they were bringing up things that she had signed, like, as a member of her church. Like, one of the things they brought up was they had a list. It was like, uh, commitment to the sanctity of life. She's a Catholic. So they mm-hmm. had this thing, and she signed that. And they said, well, what? why didn't you disclose it? And she's like, honestly, it was 15 years ago. I forgot doing it. So, they, you know, some of them were really digging deep <clears throat> to find out something they could uh, hang on her yesterday. To varying degrees of success, I guess. So uh, they resumed today in the uh, hearing for nominee Amy Coney Barrett. Joanna, entertainment news. What do we have on the horizon for entertainment news today? Oh, Buzz, have you seen the season four teaser to The Crown? It's arrived and it promises lots more royal drama. I haven't finished this. (laughs) I haven't finished the third season. You haven't. Well, some stuff came up, you know, so I was in the (laughs) middle of it and I was getting the feeling like Charles was just about to meet Diana. Yeah, so this season picks up apparently in 1979 and takes us through 1990. And this season will also introduce Emma Corrin as Lady Diana Spencer, Uh, who of course becomes Princess Diana. So I think you have indicated by what you just said that Lady Di doesn't show up in the season that I'm currently watching. Correct. Not until next season. Not until this fourth season, which debuts on November 15th. You know, I've I've watched The Crown since the beginning. Uh-huh, and you have. Up through, I'm going to say 1975. I can, from the years of about 1945 to 75, I consider myself kind of an expert on the British royal family <laughs> now because I watch The Crown so much. Um... All right, so we're going to have that on the way. We're going to have sound clips coming up here in just a few minutes, and there is a new song out by the Queen of Halloween, Elvira. That's right, Elvira, Mistress of Darkness, has a song, and it is uh, pleading to save Halloween this year and not to cancel Halloween, so we're going to hear from that. Also, Mike Tyson did an interview uh, from from the U.S. to the U.K., and he sounded... Really, really on drugs. So oh. people are saying, was 
was he super stone? And I was listening to it. It was like, no, I, no, I think, think that's it's alcohol. Stone, right? It doesn't sound how stone sound. It sounds more like alcohol or a sedative of some kind. But people were wondering if Mike Tyson is all right. He was doing the interview about his fight with Roy Jones and whether or not that was medically advisable for somebody his age. And then he sounds like, you know, a, a guy on propofol or something. So It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Just quickly, before we get into today in sound clips, I wanted to remind you that we've got a podcast at the show every day, so you can subscribe to that wherever you get your podcast. Go and subscribe to the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Brandon's got his own podcast that he does with Jim Moore, former lead singer of The Sick Puppies, and just like everything a rock star should be, that guy, Jim. So Pretty much. You got an episode this week? Yep, episodes drop every Monday morning. We remember Eddie Van Halen, and we also go down the path of rock stars who are very unceremoniously kind of kicked from the band. Because we talked about Brian, Brian Johnson, because ACDC's got the new music out. Now, he's back, of course. And then also Joey Kramer, remember the drummer for Aerosmith? They locked him out during their Vegas uh, residency. He showed up. Remember there's video of him showing up to practice? And they had the two the, bodyguards at the front door basically saying, yep, yeah, sorry, you're not allowed to come in today. What happened with that? Did they ever I let Joey Kramer back, back in I the believe, band? Yeah, I believe he is back with the band. So we uh, talk a lot about Eddie Van Halen. Shim got to play some of Eddie Van Halen's guitars because he worked with a producer who was really close with Eddie Van Halen. And he said it was the best guitar he's ever touched. Oh, really? Just every, everything was perfect on that. And it was, just, and it was because it was a hand-selected guitar by Eddie Van Halen. All right. Well, that one just dropped Monday, so you can get that. And while you're doing that, go ahead and subscribe if you're not already to Rockstar 101. Wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to watch it, too, Shim's got a YouTube channel. Just look up Shimon Moore and go to YouTube, and you can watch the full videos there as well. Joanna and Emily have a podcast called What the Buzz. Is that kind of like put out sporadically, or is is. it on a schedule? kind of like every two weeks. Right. Because somebody in the chat the other day was wondering why there hadn't been a uh, What the Buzz in a while. Is there a new one There's coming up? There's a new up? episode up. Well, really? When did it drop? Yesterday. Okay, very Yay. good. What do you guys talk about? Just Lechuzas, Halloween, karaoke. Lechuzas? Yes. La Lechuza. Remember we like talked about it? Uh... The Owl. The, t- the episode oh. is titled The Owl Knocks Three Times. All right, That's a good well, title of an episode. <laughs> check all of those podcasts out. Let me give you a preview of Loudwire Nights tonight. Who is Ego Kill Talent, and why are they one of the most exciting new bands to emerge in 2020? What a year to do it, right? What a year to make your big splash on the music scene 2020. Tonight, you'll learn why so many critiques and early discovering fan critics and early discovering fans are predicting Ego Kill Talent will become the 2020 breakout band of the year. You can listen to Loudwire Nights every weeknight starting at 7 o'clock right here on this radio station. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. So I guess this is kind Yeah, it's rock news. I mean, we're talking about it. In fact, I think Lisa might even have a story about it coming up. Joanna, I'm going to bring up... I know this is something that is very near and dear to your heart. So I'm going to bring up this headline and see if you've heard about it yet. Can you read that? 
the Ocean Spray Fleetwood Mac guy is now a Halloween costume. Yes. Nathan Apodaca uh-huh. now has his own Halloween costume. Okay, but is he making money off it at least? Probably not. It says here that Nathan Apodaca, the social media star who skated into our hearts while sipping cran raspberry juice and singing along to Fleetwood Mac's dreams, is planning it. to sell a Halloween costume based oh. on himself. All right. Nice. Comes complete with a steady, vibrant sweater, <laughs> a white t-shirt, some shorts. I feel like a lot of this you could do yourself. Sure. Yeah. yeah. A pair of knee-high socks. A fake mustache and a temporary feather tattoo. Ah, yes. For your head. The costume will be available for sale at dogfacemerch.com. <laughs> nice. Good for him. By Tuesday afternoon. Let's see if they mean like yesterday or do they mean next Tuesday. Yeah, this uh, story was posted yesterday. But, uh, yeah, he skateboards. He drinks... Uh, Ocean Spray, and he sings... Does he only sing Fleetwood Mac songs or just all kinds of different songs? Just all kinds. But this is the one that... Mostly in the classic rock genre, or would you say... He's all over the board. Really? Other stuff? Why do you think the one with Fleetwood Mac took off the way it did? Because it's the vibe. How smooth he was. That song has been coming in and out of memes and stuff. Oh, it has it? Yeah. Did you know that players only love you when they're playing? When they're playing? When they're playing, that's right. And thunder only happens when it's raining. When it's raining. What? Banana. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it looks like he's he's it looks like he's going to make money off of this because it's uh it's, it's his, his own merch Yeah, it's his own store. merch right. site. So, okay, Good there for you him go. Then. Nice. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. It's almost Halloween, so before we get to our mashups, um, Brandon, you saw a thing. They looked at the kinds of costumes people are going for this year, and then they looked like in each state, is there something that was kind of out of proportion? Yeah, it's so not the most popular, but just something. It's like, hey, that's weird. They like this kind of costume. No, yeah, you summed it up. It's, It's the title's Weirdly Common Halloween Costume by State. All right. Texas. Yeah, Texas. Let's start there. Joanna's going to love this one. Ooh. Cat. No. From <laughs> James Corden from the movie Cats. No. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Ooh. Right? I bet that's going to be a popular costume this Cobra year. Kai. Cobra yeah, Kai. I think a lot of people might be doing the Cobra Kai thing. Well, at least in the state of Texas, it's weirdly common. Oh, apparently. If, if we were doing... If we were doing the Halloween parade, which we're not, we're doing a virtual parade. We're not doing the actual parade. That would be a good group costume. You guys all dress up like, like uh, Johnny and the other Cobra Kai guys as like uh-huh. those skeletons with your face painted. Oh, nice! And I go as Daniel in his like in the, the shower. shower. Yeah, with the shower curtain all around. <laughs> that would have been a good team. Or we could go with the more updated Cobra Kai, and Buzz could be Miguel, and we just strap him to a hospital bed. Oh. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Uh, New Mexico, their weirdly common Halloween costume, Lego. Interesting. Okay. I've seen some do uh, like do-it-yourself Lego, and sometimes the do-it-yourself Lego looks like the do-it... I'm talking like at a Comic-Con or something. Yeah, it kind of looks like... Uh, do-it-yourself Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, or Ralph Wiggum's costume when yeah. they had to each dress as a state. I'm Washington. Whatever he was. One that keeps popping up through a couple of different states, Hamilton. 
Oh. What are the states where Hamilton shows up? Washington, uh, Colorado pop up as states with Hamilton. Okay. There's a few well, different I would, states. I would go as Alexander Hamilton, but yeah, I can't do blackface. We wouldn't have to. Because uh-huh. of the play. Uh, California. Very simplistic on this one. Very generic, if you will, for the weirdly common Halloween costume. Witch. <laughs> Where's that? Okay. California. Okay. Florida. 1980s. Oh, God. That is so on brand. Florida. Right? It's like, well, I already got We're this. We're going to dress as the cocaine cowboys. It's because uh, it's a bunch of old people and they're like, let's dress as our favorite decade. Those were the greatest times <laughs> of our lives. I knew keeping this mullet was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oregon. Tink- Tinkerbell. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, the state of Utah. Hey, is that Tinkerbell? Why is he wearing a plaid shirt? <laughs> The state of Utah went Carol Baskin. Ah. Killed him. Husband. husband. Whacked, Whacked him. him. Can't convince me that it <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> um, another one that pops up, uh, a lot of uh, The Flash. Huh. Oh. For some strange reason. Alabama, Maryland, both uh, digging The Flash. Oh, Connecticut also went with Carol Baskin as well. Massachusetts also went with Hamilton. Uh, it looks like New York also went with the 80s. Oh, Okay. And Wisconsin is a whole lot like Texas. Cobra Kai. <laughs> oh, that scared me. All right. Are you guys ready for some of our costume mashups? Let's go back and forth. So, Brandon, you start off and describe Wait. your first costume mashup, and we'll see if we can guess what, what it is just from your description. Okay. I need a paper for this. Okay. Yeah. So, you're going to... You could paint part of yourself blue, and you're going to have red hair on one side, but it's almost like it's changing, and you might need to go blackface on this one. I'm oh. just throwing it out oh, there. Oh, I'm no. not saying that's We're acceptable. We're not doing that. I'm not saying that's acceptable. Yeah. I'm just saying that you might have to. And you're going to have um, black sunglasses and a leather jacket on. As well. So again, you're kind of blue on one side, and the whole point is you're morphing into this other character that wears a black leather jacket and black sunglasses. See, the, the transforming in blue makes me think of Mystique from the X Men. Mm-hmm. And the black face, I'm just trying to think of anything. <laughs> is it Mystique Barber? No! <laughs> <laughs> Miss Tiki Barber. No. No. Okay. Was I on the right track about it being you're a clo- superhero? You're close with Mystique, but think of a person who played Mystique. Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer and you're morphing into Lawrence? somebody that wears a black leather jacket. Jer- oh. Jennifer Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah! <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence oh Fishburne! <laughs> okay. I've been trying to think of another way you could do that. Yeah, so you you had him as Morpheus. Yes, I was thinking as there's a more iconic Lawrence Fishburne role, but she's morphing into, into oh because Morpheus ah. got it. All right, so yeah, see, if, just because you didn't get it doesn't mean it sucked. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it, but I just guessed the names. Go, go <laughs> for it. Do. If you think you can pull off Jennifer Lawrence Fishburne, Boom. I would love to see it. Go yeah. for it. All right, here you Is go. Blackface acceptable if it's only part of your face. 
<laughs> and what if it's and a shape shifter? Blue? Yeah. See, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing right. that out there. Right. I'm going to say no. <laughs> but I'm say you can never play it too safe. Just <laughs> ask Ralph Northam. <laughs> all right, here's my here's my first costume mashup. All right. You dress up like the daughter from the Adams family. Okay. Okay. But you have a chainsaw in place of your hand, like Bruce Campbell's character in Evil Dead. Ash Wednesday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey. That's, That's exactly right. You're oh Ash God. Wednesday. That's a great one. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm Ash Wednesday. Oh my God, that's brilliant! Wow, thank you. I really like that one. Okay. That's a good one. All right, this next one I think it, it, it's kind of narrowed down to Buzz, but I had to throw this one in because I think that he would like it. But you're going to be wearing, uh, um, like an Ed Hardy shirt, okay? Like douchey leather pants. All right, so okay. I'm Jeff Lowe. Yeah, Jeff Lowe. Yeah, I got the headband, except. The headband, it's a piece of machinery that wraps around the back and sides of your head. Piece of machinery that wraps around the back. That turns you, like, so you look kind of like a robot a little bit, but you still have all the human features. Is it Jeff Robot? No. <laughs> no, you're on the right path, though. Jeff Lobot. Yeah! Lobot? Lobot from Star Wars. Okay. So I, I think we need to clarify, Jeff Lowe was one of the... One of the minor characters on Tiger King, but he oh, played in Oh, I see. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Lobot's the bald guy that had the thing around uh -huh. his head. Instead of a bandana. That's All right. Well, cool. <clears throat> we'll keep this round kind of uh, on the same theme. So you wear a dyed... Here, I need my music if I'm going to describe my costume mashup. A dyed blonde mullet. Okay. A bunch of WT tattoos. You put on a first responder jacket. Okay. But you do this all over. You borrow the uh, the mascot costume for from Kellogg's that they use at the Sun Bowl. You know, ever since Kellogg started sponsoring the Sun Bowl, you see this. Tony the Tiger King. Yeah, it's Tony the Tiger. See, I have so just one. get just get a Joe Exotic costume, but also borrow the Tony the Tiger mascot <laughs> from uh, Kellogg's yeah, or, see, from I, the Sun Bowl. I had one that I didn't include where it would be the similar same thing where you would dress up like Joe Exotic, but then you would put a Lakers number twenty three jersey on. So you would be Tiger King LeBron James. Tiger King James, yes. Oh, okay, but that wasn't the one I was including. The next one here, you're going to dress as. A black guy dressed as you are really Brandon's you, doing a lot of black. You are really walking a line here with <laughs> hey, this, with this I'm black face. I'm not saying it's acceptable. I'm not saying to do it. I'm just saying it's a costume. Okay. All mashup. right, go ahead, start again. So, okay. I, I tell you what, then do this one if you're black. Uh, <laughs> so you're, you're you you have you're dressed up. It's a black guy as dressed up as an old lady. Okay. But you carry around a microphone stand with a bunch of scarves hanging from it. Oh, you're uh, Steven Tyler Perry. Yeah! <laughs> yes. Okay, so black guy, old lady, but yeah, I'm just trying so to think of... you're technically kind of Medea. Yeah. But it's Tyler but, Perry. Yeah. And then you're Steven and then the Tyler Perry. And nice. is uh, with the scarves. That's pretty funny. God, I wonder if they make any fake Again, lips. Again, don't dress so as blackface. Yeah, but it would be a good one for black person to go at, or black guy specifically. <laughs> Steven Tyler Perry. Steven Tyler Perry. All right, I don't know if this one's going to work out, but... Uh, <laughs> well, 
you get a uh, a Deadpool mask. Okay. But other than the mask, you're wearing co- cargo shorts, flip flops, and you're carrying one of those skimmer nets for a swimming pool. Deadpool boy. It is Deadpool boy. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all winners. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Okay, give me uh, all right, here's my give last me one, one more. Here's my last one, okay? Again, I'm not saying dress in blackface. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the stuff that fit, all right? So, but one side, your face is going to be kind of mangled a little bit. All right. Um, like it had maybe been burnt. Okay. And then the other side. I got this so far. Um, it's you know it would be for you either have to be a black person or you'd have to brave doing blackface, but you you basically have a big thick mustache and a really stupid looking expression on your face because somebody answered your question in a sexual manner manner despite the fact that you expected that you got to make it look like you didn't. Steve Harvey Dent. Steve Harvey Dent. Oh, nice. Two Face. There you yeah. go. Brandon, the black. You need face. to get right. Yeah. We need to have I, a man, talk about the blackface. I'm not saying again. I'm not <laughs> saying do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying those, those are, the are options out there. All right. Well, there. Look, if you do those and you get in trouble, don't come to me because I just told you don't do it. Mm-hmm. There are our Halloween costume <laughs> mashups. And uh, I thought we would look into some of the attractions. You know, uh, a lot of what we do for Halloween has been canceled, but a lot of stuff mm-hmm. is being adapted. Like we're doing our our haunted house, except it's a drive through haunted uh, experience. So you're social distancing. Uh, I guess the like the corn mazes are still going to be going. They'll just make sure people separate and probably wear masks. There's a lot of stuff you could still do. And follow the best practices directives from the CDC and Dr. Fauci and so forth. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let's get into our Mo Show calendar at Daily Almanac of Events. Today is October the 14th. And there are a few interesting things on the calendar. For instance, today is National Dessert Day. Favorite dessert, go. Favorite dessert? Uh, God. There's so many. Chocolate cake? (laughs) I like chocolate cake. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Ooh, that's a good one. uh, Favorite dessert. You know what I had that was really good the other day? Tuxedo. What? Tuxedo. What's that? Tuxedo cake. It has like white chocolate mousse and black chocolate mousse. My ex-mother-in-law and Brandon's (laughs) ex-landlady used to make this and she still does. Like I still get invited over to like holiday dinners and stuff. She makes a fruit pizza, so it's got like a cookie Ooh, as, okay, the, yeah. as the bre- as the bread. That's good. Then it's got key, like sliced kiwi and strawberries, and it's got whipped cream as the sauce. Oh, yum! Oh my god, it's so good. Brandon, did you ever go over to my ex mother in laws oh, for yeah. Thanksgiving? Did oh, we yeah. have Did we have fruit pizza? I don't, <laughs> I don't think she did it that year. I don't know if she did or not, because, but I was too obsessed with the gigantic brisket that was there. Yeah. I mean, that was mm. that was stuff. arguably one of the best Thanksgivings that I've been to. Yeah. Because, by the way, I never get cheesecake, by the way. <laughs> you just would like I, to. I love cheesecake. My wife and I will go out, and it's like, oh, do you want to get a dessert? We went to this one, uh, one restaurant, and they were like, oh, yeah, um, you know, dinner or dessert desserts uh, for free. It's on us. I was like, okay. 
Cheesecake. I was like, I want cheesecake. And my wife looks at me and she goes, but you can get cheesecake anytime. I want this, which is like exclusive to that restaurant. Like, but I want. And I'm like, but I never get cheesecake. I want it. I love cheesecake. Uh, if only we got one of those factories. <laughs> I've only heard oh, about it. Oh, that sounds them. so good. Like, we're not a good enough city to have mm-hmm. one of the cheesecake factories. Nice. You just have an outlet store. <laughs> uh, today is National Pet Obesity Awareness Day. Would anybody like to chime up and admit you have an, ob- you have an obese pet? No. I, no, Lisa, you don't. We think, limit their food big time. You don't think uh, your your dog's name is Tubby? Yeah, but that's just his body type. Oh, he's just <laughs> normal. He's just big bones. I got you. He's doing great. I maintain that Junior is just fluffy. Like yeah. if we just shaved it all off, he'd be a skinny cat. Hey, my name. dog works out twice a day. I take him on long, long W's. Yeah, but his legs are so tiny. Like you could just walk him down the front driveway and back to the house and that's going to be a long walk for him right no he goes to the park for like an hour a day i mean i run around the park he does it halfway and then he's like nah i'm good and goes back and sits under the tree today is bullying prevention day buzz are you bullied i mean i don't want to say it right in front of him but i feel that way sometimes (laughs) (laughs) today is also spider-man day Happy Spider-Man Day. I think uh, Joanna actually has an update on Spider-Man 3 uh, coming up here a little bit later at Entertainment. So if you just hang on for about an hour and a half, we'll have a Spider-Man update on Spider-Man Day. Birthdays today, there are a few. Stacey Keebler, former WWE and Dancing with the Stars star, is 41. R&B artist Usher is 42. Yeah! And Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks is 46 today. Isn't it just the Chicks now? That's right. They dropped the Dixie. It's just the Chicks now. Actress Lori Petty is 57. She was Kit in A League of Their Own. Gina Davis's younger sister in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's Tank 57. Girl. Oh, she is Tank Girl. That's right. She also came out in In the Army now. Oh, yeah. Was great. that with, with Polly Shore? Shore? Oh, my God. <laughs> And uh, Moody Blues singer Justin Hayward is 74. He is a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer for uh, Moody Blues. Fashion designer Ralph Lauren. Is it La- Ralph Lauren or Ralph Lauren? My understanding is Ralph Lauren. Lauren? Just Ralph Lauren. Ralph, whatever. Uh, he is 81 today. Good for him. And looking back on a date in history, uh, it was 13 years ago that the something was foisted upon us, and it has plagued us ever since. 13 years ago, in 2007, on this date, the first episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians premiered on E! So, who do we have mostly to blame for that? Is Ryan it the mom Cameron. Seacrest? Or the mom, or Ryan Seacrest, or maybe even Paris all, Hilton? All of the above? You know what? There's plenty of blame to go around. <laughs> But I have here, this is a little bit of the audio from the premiere 13 years ago, the very first Keeping Up with the Kardashians on this date in 2007. Uh-huh. Well, good yeah. news. Oh. This is the last season. They're, they're ending the Kardashians. Don't get too excited. You know they're going to do like five spinoffs. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen is every fun. Kardashian like, gets their mm-hmm. own Kardashian. It's like, yeah. it's like a horror movie when you think you've killed the monster. It's really just split into two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's happening it. here. It's yeah. like a Hydra. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. 
This is the Urban Dictionary game. Brandon's got a word or phrase, and then we're going to have however long the commercials take to come up with our definitions. Hopefully, we'll match one of the actual definitions from UrbanDictionary.com. So, Brandon, what is the word or phrase for Urban Dictionary game today? Love Puff. L-O-V-E, love. Okay. Puff, P-U-F-F. Love Puff. Love Puff. All right. Good luck, guys. And this is one of our short breaks. We're only going to have like three or four minutes <laughs> to All right. come up with this. All right. Everybody write down your best guess as to what mm. Love Puff on UrbanDictionary.com means. Remember, and- points for creativity as well. Even if you don't get the exact definition, the creativity is what we're really looking for here. Love Puff. Love. Puff. All right, we'll find out what we come up with as answers, and find out if anybody matches the Urban Dictionary definition of love putch. P- what? Love. What? Love what? puff. What's going Sorry. on over here? Love. Did you just have a mini stroke? Puff. Are you okay? Love puff. I don't. I just never said those two words back to back. It kind of tripped over the tongue. You know, love puff. A little tongue tongue twister yeah, for you. A little bit. All right, we'll come back and uh, find out if any of us got it right on the Urban Dictionary game right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Nope, don't look that one up. Mm. Don't. <laughs> don't look up Chili Dogging either. I mean, <laughs> while we're on the topic, you... All right, so we've all uh, spent the commercial break trying to come up with our definition of the following Urban Dictionary phrase. Love Puff. Love Puff. Love Puff. I went first the last time we played. Would anybody else like to volunteer to go first here? I'll go first because okay. mine is pretty lame. Okay. Ooh, calling it lame already, huh? Yeah. I just put another word for someone who loves Cheeto Puffs. Ah. Or Cheese Puffs for a generic brand. Okay. Not lame. Okay. Cheesy uh, Poofs. Love puff. Or Cheesy Poofs if you're Cheesy Poofs. Okay, I put mine as Love Puff, your pet name for your chunky wife or husband. Oh, that's my oh, little that's love puff. Good. I like that's that my love too. puff. He's not fat, he's just my love puff. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good one. Well, then I am really uh, regretting the direction that I went in, because <laughs> both of those seem very innocent. Oh, oh, no. Here's my definition of love puff. Uh-huh. A blister caused by the herpes simplex virus. Oh, jeez. Let me uh, use it in a sentence. Oh, my God. Is that a fever blister on your lip? I wish. It's a love puff. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That is a valid one. (laughs) No, that's not it. Yeah. Unfortunately... No, I mean, you guys are still getting points because they were very creative. Nobody's getting all five. Nobody's getting very all five different. points. I'm going to give both Lisa and Joanna three. I'm docking what? Buzz one point. I'm going to give him two total points. Why? Because it's, it's gross. gross. Yeah. But the actual definition of love puff uh-huh. is a silent fart released whilst in bed with your partner that you were hoping would not smell, but does. No. By calling it a love puff, you hope to maintain maintain some level of cuteness and overcome the curse of the bad smell that threatens to ruin an otherwise romantic moment. <laughs> Used in a sentence, oh, whoopsie, I did a little love puff. A love puff. A love puff. <laughs> Boy, if I could only go back in time four minutes. 
<laughs> Take back my answer. So so they get three, and I still, get... Still, is a good creative answer. I'm just deducting one for the grossness. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, but yeah, you know... Love. I get no, you know. I, I take it back. Everybody gets three points. Oh, All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you back up there because oh, nice. the creativity was still good. Uh, did you just try to Dutch oven me? No, honey, it was supposed to be a love puff. <laughs> right? Did I use the word? Did there I use go. it right? It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let's do our entertainment report. Joanna Barba keeps her finger firmly on the pulse of what's happening in the entertainment world with headlines from Hollywood and beyond. Here is Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Well, we have already discussed that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were in talks for Spider-Man 3 starring Tom Holland. Now, a Sony source closely involved with Spider-Man 3 has confirmed that both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield have signed on to reprise their respective Spider-Man roles next to Tom Holland's Peter Parker. This comes after the announcement of the addition of Doctor Strange. Both Maguire and Garfield will appear in Tom Holland's universe during the final act to help defeat all of the Spider-Men's combined foes. This will not just be a post-credits cameo scene. This is where Spider-Man movies have gone wrong in the past when they try and just when cram too many villains. So many, yeah. yeah. Look, and now they're trying to cram too many heroes, too. The Andrew Garfield one didn't even get a third one. Well, they stopped at two. I did. I don't even think I've seen any The first of the Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield one was fine. It was okay. It was okay. Uh-huh. The second one... He was one, good. He was really yeah. good as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. I also like Sally Field as Aunt May. Do you think they looked at Into the Spider-Verse and they were like, we need to do that. It did really well. I think they're trying to find ways to expand the MCU because... I think they're looking to cross over from all these movies that got made by other studios. They're trying to find a way to tie them all together and they might Mm -hmm. use like the multiverse. So Brandon, let's hear your your theory about the Doctor Strange and how that's going to tie into Spider-Man. Yeah, so the Doctor Strange movie is called uh, In the Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. So clearly he's already going into some sort of multiverse and they've attached Doctor Strange, a.k.a. uh, Flicker Bean, Bundersnitch, whatever, him. <laughs> He's coming in as Doctor Strange for Spider Man 3. So clearly they're going to bring on, over the Come on, it's Bandersnatch Cumberbund. Get it right. <laughs> um, and then I also I read a rumor this morning they're even looking to include the Miles Morales Spider Man in this in this new Spider-Man movie Spider? as well. I wonder if yeah. he's going to show up as an animated character. That'd be so cool. So well, much they, is said, they said that we know that Miles already exists. In Spider-Man Homecoming, Donald Glover played Aaron Davis and mentions his nephew to Spider-Man. Well, Aaron There's, Davis is the prowler. That's a, like a supervillain. Yeah, and his nephew is... Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Watch the Spider-Verse. It's, it's so there's good. Even, there's even a deleted scene where he calls Miles on the phone. Oh... So yeah, much it, is going to happen in Spider-Man 3. Wait, you're saying in in Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Okay. Donald Glover was supposed to be Miles Morales' uncle. Yes. You still haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse? I did see it. I just didn't, didn't care like for it, it as much oh. as everybody else. No, I, yeah. right. I thought it was movie. really cool. I just wasn't Whatever. into it like everybody else was. Because they had just, a fun if, if it's not the goofy movie animation, this doesn't get me. If it's not Mrs. Doubtfire, I don't care. I don't know if why you guys think I talk like that. That does not sound like me. <laughs> it sounds exactly like you. Nailed it. Buzz. Could, I, could not have been more perfect. <laughs> 
Buzz, a new teaser for season four of The Crown has arrived and it promises lots more royal drama. The season picks up in 1979 and takes us through 1990. I got two more episodes to go. I, I kind of paused watching The Crown because the boys came back. You know, uh-huh. there's just all this Things other stuff. Happened. Yeah, stuff mm-hmm. comes up. and um, But as far as like 1945 to about 1975. You're all caught up there. I'm an expert on the British <laughs> royals. Beautiful. Well, this season will introduce Emma Corrin as Lady Diana Spencer, who, of course, will soon become Princess Diana. The teaser shows glimpses of her romance with Prince Charles, including their wedding day. But there's a veil of foreboding, foreboding over everything, as we all know that they do not live happily ever after. Spoiler alert. The teaser dies. also shows Gillian Anderson as UK Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, as well as returning stars Olivia Coleman as Queen Elizabeth II, Tobias Menzies as Prince Philip, and Helena Bonham Carter as Princess Margaret. Season 4 of The Crown debuts on Netflix on November 15th. Buzz, mark that down. Agent Scully? Yes! Damn. Wait, what's she gonna play? Margaret Thatcher. I could, Yeah, I could see that. Actually, if you see the teaser... She looks great, actually. Jillian uh, Anderson. Jillian Anderson's going to play Margaret Thatcher. Did you not hear everything I just? No, said? I just couldn't. Burying my just, soul it, over here, Buzz. It just didn't <laughs> register because she's Agent, literally talking about a show you're obsessed with. I know, but where when, were you in those two minutes that I talked? No, I was listening. I just didn't connect that Jillian Anderson, Agent it. Scully, would play. He was lost in the Spider Verse. Yeah, maybe He's, so. He was still with a. I don't sound like that at all. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> and finally, it looks like the highly anticipated Coming to America sequel may not Woo! end up in theaters after all. Good. Uh, Variety reports that Paramount Pictures is in the process of selling Coming to America, that's coming with the number two America, uh, to Amazon Studios. If the deal goes through, the film will bypass theaters and instead launch on Amazon Prime on December 18th. All right. As previously noted, Coming to America will bring back original cast members Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones, Vanessa Bell Calloway, Garcelle Beauvau, Bouvet, Sherry Hedley, and Betty Paul Bates to reprise their roles in the sequel. How about Louis Anderson? Like, no word on Louis Anderson. I wonder if he ever made it to Fries. What if Garcelle <laughs> Bouvet? <laughs> is Garcelle going to play one of the girls again? Who did she play? She was, I think, one of the 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 one of the daughters. Girls. No, one of the flower girls. Flower girl. Remember the the ones that were putting flower when he was taking his bath. Yeah. Well, maybe he still needs that. Yeah. Just have her listed as Rose Bear. Yeah, she nice. was one of the Rose Bears that would like throw the roses on the ground. Why do you know the name of this person who had a like a non-speaking role in Coming to America? Um, because there's a thing called IMDb. One, she's right. But two, also, I remember because when I saw that movie, I'd be like, gosh, she looks so familiar. And uh, I thought she was the one from the Jamie Foxx show. And she is. Yeah, she's the girl who stars oh. in the Jamie Foxx. Okay. How about Eric LaSalle? Yeah, Are they not going to go with that whole soul glow side plot? It'd <laughs> be great if they brought that back. When they all get up from the couch. Oh, and then yeah. leaves the <laughs> leaves the, the big mark. old stains. I mean, the main thing I'm hoping for is that they go back to the barbershop oh, <laughs> for some oh, reason. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, we just did a full loop with this entertainment news. Uh-huh. Because Garcelle Bouvet, yeah. also in Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't know who what Garcelle Bouvet is. She played somebody named Doris Toombs. Oh, that was uh, that was the Vulture's wife. Oh, snap! Oh, yeah. There you go. Huh. That's the one nice. MCU movie I still have not seen somehow. Which one? What, Homecoming? Homecoming. I've never seen it. It's great. 
Oh, it's real good. Yeah, it's, it's super good. And, and, I mean, I have it ready to go. I, did you um, see Far From Home? I did. We saw that in the theater. My kid fell asleep. I kept trying to wake her up. And she, You're like, this is important. <laughs> I'm like, this was 15 bucks, man. Yeah. Wake up and enjoy it. Wake up! The Homecoming was real good. So I've got it sitting there, but we're making our way through the MCU in chronological order, and we're nice. on Ant-Man, so we still have a few more movies till we can get to Spider-Man Homecoming. And if she falls asleep again... I'm just going to get the Nerf gun out, and I'm just going to start shooting her. With entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. You heard it here first. Let's get the whistle out because you heard it here first. Do you have to wrap up every entertainment news with that in that voice now? It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Yesterday was the first day of early voting, and I'm hearing more stories about lines at different places. So somebody uh, else who works here said that they uh, went over to vote at the library. They didn't specify which library, but they said it was like a two to three hour wait. But this was this was the very first day of the early voting. And I, I told the co-worker, we have like I said, two weeks, man, I'm telling you, I told the co-worker, why didn't you just go back another day if the line was that long? And it was like, no, the, the wife had decided they were going to vote. So they were going to stick it out, even if there was a long line. Don't uh, get discouraged. I mean, we have two weeks of early voting, so. But Brandon, you wrote an article. If somebody wanted all the information about yeah. voting, would would they go to your article, or are there also some other links you would recommend? Yeah, I mean, there's links in that article. So if you want to go to klaq.com or buzzadamshow.com, and you can find all the early voting information, and there's specific links in there as well um, to provide you the information. Because I, like, I didn't want to put every single... Um, polling station. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to get to 250 words, but... Yeah, know, but I already hit it, know. so I was like, I don't, need to, I don't need to go that far. Well, do you have leftover words from an article? Would you loan them to me and I'll just sure. put them at the end of my... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think a lot of people are ready to vote on the presidential election, but that is not the only one. There are a lot of other elections. You know, down ballot, you've got legislators, we've got a mayoral race. Uh, the plan is today that we're going to start interviewing some of the candidates uh, for mayor, including uh, incumbent D. Margo on Friday, Veronica Carvajal tomorrow, and Carlos Gallinar today. And uh, we're doing it here in the 9 o'clock hour because, of course, this is the El Paso hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. And, uh, you know, it is a race of interest here in El Paso to see uh, who's up for mayor. Former mayor uh, Carlos Leeser, we have a scheduled yet but he's running Oscar Leeser Leeser, excuse me yeah Oscar Leeser's running let me give you some previews uh, real quick on television for tonight the 2020 Billboard Music Awards are tonight on NBC Kelly Clarkson is the host and performers include Alicia Keys Brandy BTS on in vogue in vogue I know, but isn't that like an Info? oldies band? Yeah, isn't that like an old? Like, isn't that like, like an eighties, like nineties? All right, oldies, really? Well, eighties. I thought they were more like an eighties band. Garth Brooks, Post Malone, and either Sia or Sia. I Sia. don't know how you pronounce. See ya. See ya. All right. See, see you ya. later. <laughs> Over on Fox, it's the Masked Singer. This week's performers are Baby Alien, Crocodile, Seahorse, Serpent, and what you call it. I cannot figure out who any of those are. Last week, they revealed that Brian Austin Green was the giraffe. 
dude. Is he the one who was married to Megan Fox? Dude. Yes. Yeah. Megan Fox. They're still new, married. They're not technically divorced. Her new boyfriend. He's already hooking up with Machine Gun Kelly. Right. Her new boyfriend has the number one album in the country, and you were giraffe <laughs> on the mass scene. Have, have some respect really for yourself, great. man. There was a Megan Fox clue in the package. I never understood that relationship, but yet. You hate to see somebody fall that far. You hate to see someone else living your dreams. All that. <laughs> well, it wasn't my dream to be the giraffe on Freaking Mass Singer, <laughs> but God, what? That's just like lemon juice in a in a paper cut, man. My smoking hot ex wife that was way out of my league to begin with is now with this guy who's got the number one album. Meantime, I'm a singing giraffe on Fox. <laughs> keeping his name out there, bro. It's a great show. Yeah, but you you don't go on that show at the height of your career, obviously. Ryan Reynolds did. In Korea? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Masked Singer uh, is tonight on Fox, followed by I Can See Your Voice. That is a good show. Which I guess is the opposite. You can see them. You can see them. But you don't know if it's them singing Exactly. You know what is also a good show? The Weakest Link. With Jane Lynch hosting. Oh, we, we just got... I just heard from Jane Lynch's uh, agent. We had an opportunity to interview Jane Lynch on Monday. What do you mean? Oh, and you, you said no these? to that? I'm out of town. Oh, this coming Monday. Yeah, this coming Monday. So book it for me and Joanna. If you guys, right? I, I didn't know if you'd want to or not. Christ Almighty! Over on CBS, <laughs> it's, it's like that the, time he ditched the Tara Reid interview, <gasps> and then it would, at the height that of the Tara Reidness. Yeah, that was the morning she wound up super hammered on all those interviews. I ditched a Tara Reid interview? Yes. You that, were does, like, that does not sound like something I do. Oh, oh no, you totally you did. did. She was Bunny Lebowski, guys. Yeah, but Doesn't you were matter. like, meh. Do yeah. we really want to interview her? Another Sharknado movie? And we uh, were like, yes. And then that following week, it was like, Tara Reid, drunk on shows. Yes. And I'm all, we could have been one of those shows. Mm-hmm. Tonight on CBS, it's the 32nd season premiere of The Amazing Race. You're ruining everything, dude. <laughs> and on Bravo, the 15th season premiere of The Real Housewives of Orange County. That doesn't mean that that's been on for 15 years, right? Or does it? No, not necessarily. I mean, no. Because sometimes they do two seasons. Like, Survivor's had like 40-something seasons. Because they'll do two seasons in one calendar year. I guess that's the same with The Amazing Race. I never got into Amazing Race. Like, the first season of Survivor, I was all in. On Survivor. I think I was all in on that one too. The one with Rudy, the yeah. old man, and Susan. The naked and, guy. Yeah, the naked guy. The yeah. one who, did, uh, who then didn't report it on his taxes. Went to prison for it. It's like, how do you, what, like, what are you really getting away with, man? But I know people who love the amazing race and they say it's, and, and it does always win like a lot of, a lot of Emmys for reality competition. My sister kept trying to push for us to be on that show. The Amazing Race? Yeah, we would we would be that brother-sister combo that just hated each other after, like, day number one. <laughs> Meanwhile, well, you know what? Screw it. You go that way. I'm going this way. We see who gets there first, all right? Yeah, you or don't... you guys could team up and, like, sabotage the other teams. Are you allowed well, to do that? As they're, you... as they're running through the airport, like, give them a flat tire. Just because yeah. you're yeah. older you than up. me, you can't tell me which way we should go to get around the Great Wall of China. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, twist the camera. You, like, twist the signs so they go in the wrong direction. Like in Jurassic Park when yeah. Nedry crashes into that sign and he <laughs> doesn't know which way the arrow's going. <laughs> 
Also, yeah. there's a new show uh, premiering tonight. It's a series premiere of The Con on ABC. Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg narrates this docu-series about people who've been taken in by con artists. Tonight's case is about a woman planning her dream wedding to a shady surgeon. Did oh, you I thought you were going to say... The lady with that ordered that dress from Wish... And then she was upset that it didn't look like the the pictures online. Dude, she bought it for like a hundred bucks. That's what you get from Wish. I yeah. mean, you just have to know it's going to be like three sizes too small or a totally different co- color or anything you get from Wish, you can count on it breaking like within a week. But you got it for like two bucks. But that's <laughs> you not know, even worth it, it at that I know. point. Let's see. Have we heard from uh, Mr. Gallinar? Who's one of the candidates for mayor? Yeah, he, they they had it down for tomorrow, so mm. he is across town. But he said tomorrow. Well, we were going to talk about it during a commercial break. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I just I, I, I well, was kind of stalling here, and I didn't know if I needed to keep stalling. Or I mean, if you want to talk about it on air, sure. Uh, we have Veronica and Carlos. If so, if you're okay with that, they can come. And they said tomorrow at nine thirty. Okay, so it'll be Veronica at nine and Carlos, Carlos at nine thirty. At nine thirty. Yes. Yeah, nice. I guess I guess so, sure. <laughs> okay, great. Let me <laughs> I guess. let me text you I mean, back real quick. Look, it's one of the reasons that I I'm holding off voting is because I'm not I'm not sure who I want to vote for for mayor yet. Right, exactly. And to be honest mm-hmm. with you, it kind of for me, it is between like these three candidates that we're having coming in. It's between Veronica, Carlos, and D. I really like D. I think he makes a lot of really good um arguments. He's done a gr- I think he's done a great job and obviously a very very difficult uh, time his term as mayor has been one of uh, probably right. the most difficult of ever of being a mayor of El Paso, um, and he's done a great job. He's brought in a lot of different companies that are looking at the city. Um, you know, we have the new Amazon hub coming out here. You have the TJ Maxx thing that they just announced, and there's a lot of companies interested. But I think Carlos and Veronica both bring uh, different things to the table. Um, you know, they want Veronica wants a lot of change to happen right now. And she wants to work towards it. Carlos um, wants to have changes, too, but he wants to make them a little bit easier. Because the thing is, I I think a lot of people, especially in El Paso, how are you going to be able to force the older generation to change? You kind of do have to uh, spoon feed, I think, a little (laughs) bit change to uh, people in this area. Uh, Because we we like things to stay the same. I'm the same way. I get the same thing at the restaurants every time I go. I don't like change very much. Do you do that thing though? Every time you go, you're like, I'm go- I'm gonna get something different. Like they have all these other oh options gosh. on the menu. My dad hates me because I do this. I always get a menu, and he goes, Why? You're gonna get the exact same thing that you get every time you come in here, and yet you're gonna look at the menu for 20 minutes, Lisa, and then you're gonna go, No, I'm just gonna get the cheese enchiladas. Yeah. And then 23 minutes later, I'm like, I'll just take the cheese enchiladas. That's me at Village. That's me at Village Inn. I'll go in. I'll look at the menu. I'll, I'll honestly be thinking I'll get something else. I'm. I end up getting that country skillet every time. Yeah. I am a creature of habit. Yeah, and I will be the first to admit it. I don't like a lot of big changes. I like things to be the same. And um, yeah, so. But change. that's the thing when you're at the restaurant, like when you're specifically there, and you see. A server walk by with a plate, and you're like, "Oh, that yeah. looks really good." And yeah. then you're looking at the, you're looking at the menu, and then when the server comes to actually take your order, there's been times where I've even said to myself, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm like, man, I'm gonna get that. I'm I, like, I want something new." Texas Roadhouse, same thing happens. I'm gonna get something new. I'm gonna get something different. No, I'll take the uh, Dallas fillet with the uh, <laughs> the mushrooms and uh, salad with ranch, or I'm sorry, with blue cheese. 
Yeah, I'm always the I'm, club sandwich. Extra rolls. No ham, extra turkey, bacon on the side with a side salad with blue cheese. I mean, the other candidate, and just judging from the number of signs in the yards, it looks, if you if you were just using that as your metric. It depends on what side of town. Because I said this to my friend this past weekend. I was like, well, you're only seeing certain signs for this candidate or this candidate. Then I went to my friend's side of town, completely different signs. Like, like here you see a lot of D and Leaser. Yes. You see D, Mor- D uh, Margot and Oscar Leaser signs and a few Gallinar and Carbajal signs. Yeah, so Not many. in my neighborhood, there's a lot of D signs, and I've seen a few, um, <laughs> but then I see it pretty evenly spread between... Sorry. What? I'm sorry. D signs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, people are nuts over them. <laughs> They're D's nuts. <laughs> um, I see a lot of D Marco signs, and then, but then I see a sprinkling of Carlos and Veronica signs, too. And then when I went to my friend's side of town, and she kind of lives actually near like where Joanna lives, I saw way more Carlos signs. Oh yeah, there's a lot in my area. I had no idea because and in, like a few Veronica and one Oscar Lisa one. Yeah, I've, there's a ton mm-hmm. in your your side of town, mm-hmm. and because I told her I was like, man, I feel like nobody's voting for Carlos, but I feel like he's a a good candidate. And my friend looks at me and she goes, No, nah, dude, have you been to my my hood yet? And I went to drop her off at her house. I'm like, Oh my goodness, there's a ton. And in my neighborhood, Veronica, there's a lot of Veronica signs out there too. So I think people, I think people are really torn in this uh, this mayoral race. So I think it's it's important to hear what they say, and which is what I mean. Carlos's uh, staff said to me right now. She goes, "No, we want to get in this week because it's early voting and people are you know excited to get to the polls. Everyone should be excited to get to a poll." Uh, yeah. Jabuti <laughs> to the poll. So the El Paso mayoral uh, election is not a partisan race, so you don't run as a Republican or a Democrat, but uh, Carlos Gallinar is, is endorsed by Veronica Escobar and Beto O'Rourke. And so, his sign says Democrat on it, yeah. which is interesting. I mean, you can do that, I guess. There's nothing against doing it, but every time... Well, because there's, I mean, there's a lot of people in town that vote straight ticket, mm-hmm. it, which personally i think is not the smartest thing to do you need to actually look at every candidate for what they are simply mm-hmm. being a democrat or republican doesn't define you it shouldn't define you unfortunately it does it's become it's become more and more like you know yeah. it's and it's really not even republican or democrat at this point it's are you pro trump or anti trump i mean the republican party are you uh, a is, republican or a rhino yeah it's it's essentially <laughs> completely tied up with with the Trump identity at this point. So, um, but also I talked to Oscar Leeser uh, a few weeks ago and then, uh, was trying to schedule him for this week to come in when all the other candidates are either coming in or calling in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the last message I had from him was that this week isn't good, but you know, I'd like to get these candidates on before early voting goes on too long because right. you know, some people are waiting to hear from the candidates before they go and vote. So that's what we have lined up for the remainder of the week. Next week, as I mentioned, I'll be gone, but Carlos Mencia will be here. Is so. he running? Carlos Mencia not running oh, for okay. Mayor of El Paso. Wrong Carlos. Yep. <laughs> 
It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. By the way, we have a bit of a lover's quarrel happening in our Facebook. <gasps> About the cake? What's going yeah. on? Oh, I've been following this cake yeah. thing, too. Somebody Wait, what's going up. on? I thought about chiming in to be like, look, if you two are going to do this in the Facebook you chat, need to call, you uh, need to call Brian. in. Yeah. Wait, Definitely. what's going on? Tell me. So somebody to, ate somebody's cake. These <gasps> are, these are uh, listeners who actually met each other in the old Buzz Adams Morning Show yeah. YouTube chat. Yeah. Who is it? Is it Charlie? No. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Tina. Biani's Tina, I believe. Oh. Biani is Tina? I believe. Remember, Tina, come get your ham. Yeah. Because we <laughs> I didn't know Biani was Tina, though. I thought, I believe that's her. <laughs> so anyway, Biani's in the chat, and her husband, Joe, is usually in the chat, and it's been going back and forth for like three hours. Apparently, there was a cake. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, somebody, I, uh, I don't okay, want to point so. fingers, but apparently it was Biani, or Tina, ate Half of the cake. Ate half of the cake that what a- he took to because he only had one slice. He took it to the room and then he was like, "You can have half of." I think there was like a cherry on the cake, and he's like, "You can have that." And then he's like, "I'm gonna go make myself some quesadillas," and he did. And when he came back, half the cake was eaten. <gasps> well, he said she could have some. You can have some. Well, she ate half of it. <laughs> half. What? There's two. And I'm like. Well, at least she left some. Yeah, she left don't some. You, like, yeah, if there's two people, like, you each get half, right? Of a cake? I don't know. I mean, what's he upset about? But his whole thing was, she this already is why had, like, they more need to cake. call. Wait, I know. Because, wait, I have so many. Because I, I want to know who's the a-hole here. He's asking, like, am I the a-hole <gasps> Yeah, we're mad? right. You know what? Let's, yeah, you let's, guys are 100% right. Joe, right now, if you're Joe or, or Biani or Tina, uh, call in. if I'm wrong. I believe... Biani is Tina. Because remember, the whole thing started, I think, I think, and I could be getting this wrong. Back on the YouTube chat. Joe called the, but he also called the neckline, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he sounded like Napoleon Dynamite. (sighs) Remember? And then that's how the whole thing is. Tina, come get your ham. Right. Oh, you, are you sure about that? Biani, call in so you can defend your honor. I know for sure they did meet on the chat, I think. I know, I know they met on the chat, yeah. but I want to make sure that I'm not. I, I know that, that she's Tina, right? I know that Biani, if she's Tina, yeah, I know that Biani's at work because she's always talking about like her right. travails Joe at says, work. No, I said half the cherry. Yeah, see the cherry. But did you spe- did you specify just the cherry? Yeah, that he said that he told her that. You wait, can wait, wait. Who, who, gives you, who gives you half a cherry? Yeah, that's, that's kind of rude. Point. You should just give her the whole cherry, and maybe she wouldn't have been tempted. I'd be like, I am your wife. I eat whatever I want. And so then he leaves to go make quesadillas, and he comes back, and half the cake is missing. Okay, look. Uh, this is how we agree with this at my pa- my parents' house because my dad does this all the time. If there's food in the fridge, it is community unless you label it. So there's many a times I would put like leftovers in there. I'd come back like oh. two hours later, my dad ate it all. These and I'm two like, dad, are going back and forth at each other in the chat right come now. Maybe go me- at each ma- other on air. Gianni's asking the number, man. Oh, yeah. okay. Here goes. Eight four four. He had to find it. Eight four four three zero five six two one zero. Biani, I need to hear your argument so I can side with you. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I, I thought that that's who they were, and they might not be. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, we got Joe. And and you think he's the guy who Ooh. sounded like Napoleon Dynamite. I could have sworn, man. But once you Let's answer this phone. Let's make him say the Tina thing. Yeah. Hey, Joe? Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Just, can you say, Tina, come get your ham for us? <laughs> no, I should have said, come eat your food. <laughs> <laughs> Is that are you? Is that who you guys are? Was that Tina? Yes, that is Tina ah. from the chat. Okay, so Joe and and uh, Tina, I guess, ended up getting married. 
and moving away, but they still listen to us every day. So what what's happening with the cake? Why is there a cake to begin with? <laughs> so on Saturday, my son had his birthday. Okay, happy me birthday. And, me and Bianca, Bianca went to Walmart. We bought him a little cake. I okay. chose the cake. Well, <laughs> the cake got eaten, okay. and we still had like half a cake left. Okay. So throughout the day, she's been eating piece by piece. So last night, I go to the fridge, and I see the last piece. I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat it. Everybody's had in their chair. I just had one piece that day. I haven't eaten anything. Well, so- but let, I'm going to make sure I got this right, because oh. guess what? We have another caller on the line. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. But what you're saying is that when we're talking about half, you're not. we're talking about half of a piece of cake, yeah, not half of an entire left? cake. It was a regular-sized piece, not, okay. not like, a, like the whole thing. Let me uh, let me try and do this real quick. Brandon, you do you remember? remember? No, I don't. I don't remember how to conference call. So why don't you bring up the other line in there? I'm not sure that'll work either, but I forgot how to conference calls together. Anyway, so you go to bed and there's a piece of cake. Then what happened, Joe? So I take the whole thing to the bed and I tell her, I'm going to eat this later. Hold it there. And she just, her eyes just started like glowing. Now I'm like, hey, I'll give you half a cherry. The rest is mine. So I tell her, I'm going to go and make myself some quesadillas. I'll be right back. <laughs> so I go to the kitchen. I make my quesadillas. I come back. And half the cake is gone. Okay, bro, question though. Why did you pull out the cake before you made the quesadillas? Do you like dessert before your dinner? or He's cleaning no, 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 no. The thing is that I saw the cake in the fridge and I'm like, if I leave it here, I'm going to oh. forget about okay, it. Okay, okay, good, if good I argument. If I it to the room, it's going to be there and I'm going to be, oh, I'm done with my quesadillas. Let me have my cake. <laughs> and but, eat it too. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, but you left the cake in the room with her? Tina, are you Mistake there? Mistake number one. Yeah. Mistake yeah, one. Can you hear me? Yeah, hi, yeah, Tina. We- Tina, do you want to go by Tina or Biani? Because now I'm confused. Biani is fine. Okay. Biani is fine. Okay, Biani. Did we name you Tina? Is that how we got started on Tina? Yes. This, this, is, this is somebody different. It didn't work out with him. Um, this is somebody different. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> So he's okay. Got it. All right. I hope okay. it didn't cause any. <laughs> Joe, your husband, who you have expressed this week how much you love your husband, left yes. a piece of cake and trusted you not to eat the cake, and you ate half of the cake. Mistake one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me chime in here, Joe. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Let me you exactly what he did so like we we go out and we play among us with all of our friends on facebook and then he's like hey i'm gonna go make myself some quesadillas and he go and walks to the kitchen and he comes back with a big freaking slice of cake not a little cake like he's telling you okay it's not a normal size he said it was regular size okay maybe for a really big person but no okay so there's that and then he not only takes it to the bedroom and puts it on our bed, he puts it right in freaking front of me on my side of the bed. Oh, see, yeah, that that was your mistake. This right sounds there. like entrapment, mm-hmm. Joe. That was a trap. That's exactly what it is. Thank you. I can't hear her. I don't know what she said. Oh, oh she said oh. that you took the cake God. and you put it right in front of her on the bed and you left it there. That was your mistake, bro. And that you left it on her side and that you just left no. it there and you were trying to trap her. <laughs> no, I left it on my side. 
Because oh, we have a line of Catholic, <laughs> and what is on my side, it's my side. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. She said, no, you <laughs> didn't. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... Somebody's lying here. My side of the bed is... My side of the bed is... And like I, I can tell you something. I think Ava will vouch for the person that got his cake eaten. We need a picture of the bed now, guys. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to send us video evidence of what exactly is happening. All right, let me... And then, no, but then you both need to actually draw <gasps> to scale... What you believe the size of the piece of cake <laughs> yeah. was. And then I need a dramatization of it. <laughs> of the incident. All right. I want I, it snap style. <laughs> I wanna ask I wanna ask Biani a question and, and Joe won't be able to hear Biani's answer. And believe me, today I'm gonna figure out how to how to conference call. It's been so long I just forgot how to do it. But Biani, did yes. you think and be honest with me? Going into it, did you think, you know what, I'll just, this is such a big piece, I'm just going to cut off a little bit and he won't even notice, and then you just couldn't control yourself and you ended up eating half of it? Let me tell you something, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. For, for all you guys that are listening, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, when you're in a marriage, what's his is mine and mm-hmm. what's mine is mine. I think yes, Joe did say in the chat, yeah. Joe said in the chat that you're kind of a communist when it comes to sharing food as a married couple. <laughs> All right, so he left it there. He knows you feel this way about, you know, communal marriage property. He can't blame you for eating half of his cake. (laughs) Joe, does that... How are we... Once again, Joe didn't really hear what, what Tina said, but she just expressed that... You you know that what's yours is hers and what what's hers is yours is is her point. What's that? Now when it comes to cake, that cake. All right. Well, listen. Uh, oh, by the way, they moved. Uh, Joe, you're from from El Paso, and Biani's from El Paso, right? Yeah. You guys moved to Oklahoma. I keep seeing all Correct. kinds of references to. Uh, I think it's Woodward. Is it Woodward where you're from? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll honk my horn when I drive through. I'm going to go on a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume I can honk and everybody in Woodward will hear me. All right, well. You know what you should do? Go back to Walmart and get another cake. It sounds like you guys didn't get enough cake. No, what I'm saying is, Buzz, you should stop by and you should get them a new cake. <laughs> and you should drop it off for them on Beautiful. your way through. Because truly, Buzz is going to be off next week. He's going on vacation. So if he's driving through Woodward, if you guys send us a message, it can be on Facebook uh, shoot an email. No. Like Give us an address. There's a problem. I'm driving back on Sunday, and in Oklahoma, everybody's in church on Sunday. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys, and I, I hope the marriage survives this incident, and we can put it. We can all put it behind us. Have a nice day, guys. All right. Bye. Thanks for calling in, guys. Bye, bye, Biani. Bye. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let's head over to our <laughs> website at klaq.com. So all of our posts that go up at Buzz Adams Show are also, for the most part, on klaq.com. Lisa, advice to protect your home from porch pirates. Oh, by the way, did anybody uh, Amazon Prime it up yesterday? I no. did. You still can today, too. You can. It's two days, but I bought a desk. I bought some stuff. Yeah, I need to... I can't I, remember what it was because it was after I'd taken my... <laughs> Mommy's little helper. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I bought a desk because I feel like one, I, you know, we're working a lot more from home, so I kind of need a at-home office. So I bought a desk. Um, mm-hmm. a and that's going to get delivered? 
Yeah. Do you worry about stuff getting delivered and left on your porch, or do they, you do know they have some other place to leave it? I normally don't because I I feel like my neighborhood is pretty good, but I've seen on the Nextdoor app that we're obsessed with uh, that a lot of people have been getting things taken from their porches recently, uh, not just in my neighborhood, but all over. So, yeah, that's a really good article on just how to protect yourself. What are some pointers? I, I don't want to give away the whole article because, you know, people. I want people to go over and read your article, but one that one of the recommendations is have your stuff shipped to work. Uh, you can't. We can't do that really here. Let, that's what I was going to say. That's what yeah. I did until like we don't have a receptionist and the front office isn't unlocked. I don't. I don't know. It's, occasionally, stuff will get delivered, but for the most part, I've had to switch it to getting delivered at home. So. Yeah, there's different. Um, options but you guys you know the layout of my house. It's like you got to get lost in order to find my house. Yeah, well, we're lucky in the sense that our, because of our schedules, we're usually home when packages get delivered. Oh, but I forget. Sometimes that thing will be out there for two or three days before what? I leave. Yeah, I'll forget. Oh, you know That's what it is, though? Because, door. I yeah, go out you the go gr- through, through the, the garage. garage every time. Yeah, see, I go through my front door, so I see the packages out there. But, uh, yeah, there's different things you could do. For instance, you can get packages shipped to all alternate locations. So um, you can get them, for instance, like we talked about the Michaels. Remember how you kept saying, why is Michaels open but not Hobby Lobby during a pandemic? Well, because they have that's a drop-off location. So you can get all your packages delivered there and then pick them up. Ugh. That you kind, of, that kind of ruins some of the convenience of having it delivered Shift to your, to your house, doorstep, yeah. right? Yeah, um, but they also say get notifications. So you can get like uh, a lot of the companies will give you text or email notifications to say, hey, your package is out for delivery or hey, it just got delivered or, you know, so you can find out uh, when it's going to be there and sometimes have a helpful neighbor. Like my neighbor always, oh, package got delivered. So I moved it over and I hid it here for you. And so sometimes I have to find my packages because he hid them too well. Who wrote the article that El Paso and surrounding area down to just nine available ICU beds? I did. Okay, tell us about that. We're down to nine ICU <laughs> beds. <laughs> Boom. Well, I mean, that's so we've known that the numbers have been spiking mm-hmm. recently. There's been a ton of new cases, and it's gotten to the point now to where it's starting to affect the actual hospitals. I also wrote an article yesterday about um, Governor Abbott is sending reinforcements to the El Paso area, um, nurses, um, I believe respiratory therapists as well, um, along with a lot of PPEs. Yeah, that's great. It also opened the bars up last week, but... Not out here. Yeah, not here. The bars are... Well, I say the bars are still closed, not Uh, the ones who figured out how to to rig it so they can stay Listen, the grills and the restaurants are still open. You mean the newly opened grill bar and grills? Yeah, Mm -hmm. the grills. Add that grill on there. But uh, so the state's threshold for concern when it comes to COVID-19 related hospitalizations is 15%. So that means 15% of the people in the hospital are COVID-19 related. That's the threshold. So anything above 15 is a concern. We're at 17.72% right now. So we're above that. So that's why he sent the reinforcements. And then I also, I'm writing another article because I found this. It came from the Seattle Times in the sense that... um, Seattle is has one of the lowest rates of COVID-19 cases among major U.S. cities. El Paso is the second worst. We're just behind Nashville in regards Woo! to major cities in the United States as far as the rate of 
positive COVID-19 We're cases. number two. Yeah. We're number two. But Seattle's number one on the best side of things, though, is what you're saying. Yeah, they have 31 total cities uh, that are listed here as far as the major cities go. Seattle, it, it goes Seattle and then Portland. Um, it's all the it's all the the cities from the West Coast that that did lockdown. I thought the president was saying if you look at any city run by Democrats, it's like a nightmarish hellhole. Not a direct quote, but but pretty close. No. To what he was saying. I'm no. going to San Diego next week. Could you let me know where they are on that list, real quick? They are they're towards the bottom. Woo! So they're I mean it goes Seattle, Portland, King County. San Jose, Sweet. San Francisco, and then San Diego. I'm going to go some, some sea otters. I've got a post that I wrote yesterday. It's a an article. Surprisingly, extroverts are doing better in the pandemic than introverts. Because we're telling everybody about our mental health issues. <laughs> See, I consider myself a little on the introvert side. And when this started, I thought, okay, this is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Stay home. I don't even need to make up an excuse for not going out. No, now you wander around the studio looking for conversations. Mm. So true, though. You and leave the studio and then you come back. That's sad. When, on uh, uh, yesterday? Yeah. I had to go do the face, the jowl Why thing. Why didn't you just go at, home after? Yeah, just go home. I, had to go I do finish, the jowl didn't thing. finish my work. <laughs> it has nothing to do with work. And uh, Joanna... Let's see. Here's some. So a teacher's got a bunch of grade school kids. They look like they're like second grade. Second at the most. grade. Yeah, second grade is what it looks like. And she got up and left, but left it recording. No, she uh, it it booted her off. Mm-hmm. So her internet had stopped, and so the teacher was booted off this virtual learning thing, and it left the students alone. And this is in El Paso. And this is in El Paso, right, so the Parkland Elementary l- second graders. Let's listen to the second graders from Parkland as they're trying to How figure out cute. what they're going to do. And you can see it like starts breaking up into like a Stanford prison experiment before too long. Little rat. She's obviously the good kid. And we found right? the snitch on the island of Lord of the Flies. <laughs> the little girl. I know. That's me. Like oh, I face, know. Realizing, like, uh oh. Like this kid is trying to. Hey guys. Seriously. We, we got to monitor ourselves here for a while. It's the responsible thing to do. And the other ones are like, it's rage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go see all this. It's adorable. really, That's really adorable. wonderful. And you can see that posted at Buzz Adam Show. It looks like it made Good Morning America. It did. All right. Nice. Oh, by the way, uh, Monster Madness 2 still going on. And the second half of round two is going to be posted tomorrow. You can go vote on uh, the first half of round number two right now at KLAQ.com or BuzzAdamShow.com. It's Monster Madness. All right. Have a great, what is it, Wednesday? Yes. Yeah, have a great Wednesday. We'll be back and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.